0: Hearing this. Anybody hear that? How
1: can we possibly have the slightest idea
0: what to expect?
1: Well, we're
0: back. Hold on to your butts.
2: Welcome to the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic, including the movies, TV shows, music, toys, and more. In episode 373, we finally... Get a chance to dive into the escape room experience down at Universal Orlando City Walk inside the great movie Escape. That's a lot of things, but I'm talking about Jurassic World Escape. Um, so I have friends of the show, Muzamil Sheikh and Jay Malone here uh, to help guide me through this one as we break down all of the rooms. Uh, Some of the interactive experiences. We touch on a lot of the different details throughout these rooms and so much more. And uh, we will be diving into several spoilery items for the experience. So if you are planning on doing this escape room, I'd highly suggest skipping this episode. I'm totally okay with that. You can skip this episode, bookmark it for later so you can listen to it after you experience the escape room. Totally cool with that. So come back after. But if you want to hear all about it, uh, we're going to spoil some stuff here and talk about it as much as we can. And of course, while you're listening to this episode, you can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Threads, TikTok, and of course, YouTube to continue the conversation from this episode. And as always, please check out our weekly live streams over on YouTube discussing all of the latest Jurassic news from around the world. There has been a lot of news recently so please join us on uh wednesday nights 9 p.m est each and every week uh and and stay tuned to our social channels to hear exactly what we'll be discussing on this podcast next week so join us right now as we get lost in conversation about jurassic world escape and again there's going to be some spoilery items about this escape room so if you don't want to hear anything about it back out now
1: where did and you something? get that? Oh, this? I got it on eBay. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I got it for $150, but the mint condition one goes for 3 did not occur to you maybe that's in poor taste? The shirt? Yeah, no, it did. I understand people died. It was terrible, but that first part was legit. You know, I-, I have a lot of respect for it. They didn't need these genetic hybrids. They just needed dinosaurs, real dinosaurs. That's okay, kind of enough. don't wear
0: it again.
1: Yeah, it wasn't gonna descriptive stuff out there which i love but it's weird because there's a lot of escape rooms that just have like everything spoiled and Mm -hmm. it's crazy that there's no real spoilers for either of these i
2: yeah that was that was like probably the the most wild thing like i you know i said to both of you i was like all right i'm gonna jog my memory i'm gonna start like writing my notes (laughs) and then i i did it and i'm like oh there's nothing there's no information if was like a handful of articles that are like hey, there's a, an escape room opening. And I'm like, okay, yeah, let's <laughs> move past that. We we know that there's an escape room opening. Uh, and then there's like a bunch of just like spoiler-free reviews. I thought for absolute sure that there would be full spoiler reviews, breakdowns of each and every scene and everything
1: that At is least in there. now, like a year later. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's absolutely wild. But it, it was uh, – it was tough to try to figure to try to like get my brain going again, and and luckily, uh, Mazumdar, you wrote like a great like re, like a review of it. You must have done that pretty fresh, right? Like that must have been like yeah,
0: I did that as soon as possible because I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I Even I wish like you know asking my brother because like, he was kind of there with me. So just yeah, like, did I remember this correctly?
2: <laughs> yeah. I I love it. Plus, like you know. Uh, yeah that that was really helpful. I tried to ask my wife and uh, and, and she was like uh, yeah there was uh, a scene where we did some gene stuff and sequencing and I'm like yeah I got that much and and she's like she said a few other things that jogged my memory too. But I we both were like completely dumbfounded when it came to this, you know. So I, my mind I feel like when I've talked about Jurassic in in like the past few years has just like Going down like the garbage chute. It's like I, I forget everything. I don't know if it's like the <laughs> pandemic or what, but like COVID brain. But I, I just can't remember anything anymore. And maybe it's, it's just the kids. All I don't like know. A
1: blur. Yeah.
2: yeah. But but yeah, it started. It started to jog my memory a little bit uh, going down this. And and yeah, thank you, Muzmo, for that awesome write up because as you were kind of going through all of the different stages of the rooms and talking about some of the ins and outs of the. Uh, you know, the, the story and the, the different like gameplay aspects. I was like, okay, all right. I I remember a lot of these, then it was, you know, triggering it because, uh, Jay, we did this together. Like that was such an awesome experience to be able to like, you know, finally we we were trying to plan that for a while. Um, and I know you were trying to get situated for a while and I was like, I'm I'm up here in New Jersey. Like I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try to get down there at some point, and I don't know when. I, I hope I hope it's like in this time frame. I'm not really sure, but uh, luckily we we made it happen for for the like literally like was it the day before the 30th anniversary? I think. So yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, it it was uh. That was cool. That was so much fun to at least be able to do that with you and, you know, experience this brand new thing that I've never seen before. And I thought that was really cool. Mazamo, what was like your first experience with the uh, with the escape room?
0: Yeah, so originally, I remember I was supposed to do it that opening month, and then I think there was an Arctic freeze throughout the whole thing, (laughs) the whole country. So then I decided, (laughs) let me just push this to later so that's when we decided to go later in the year and uh yeah basically we kind of wanted to get these done and over with because who knows when we're going to do these next and um yeah my initial thoughts i think i think the first thing was when we first entered the smells were very interesting kind of like uh the Velociraptor queue where it's like you're with the raptors and you kind of smell that woodsy kind of uh atmosphere so i felt like it's kind of like an enclosure so i thought that's cool and then um yeah when we first started the whole thing i majored in biology in undergrad so i thought that gene sequencing thing was a piece of cake so <laughs> yeah <laughs> i do this in my sleep that's amazing yeah yeah And then basically going through it, I was just like, I could hear bits of Giacchino's score, and I'm thinking, oh, we're getting through this part. And then, yeah, I think overall, I'm really impressed with the set design and everything, kind of like what they did with Velocicoaster and even the newer attractions. I think they're doing a really good job of it.
2: Yeah. Um, Let's let's bring it back. I just want to kind of take a step back for a second and actually ask you both, like, you know, a little bit of your, your histories with Jurassic and actually just throw in like escape rooms in there too. So, so Jay, like what is your, you know, kind of your own history with the Jurassic franchise and, and or escape rooms or anything like that?
1: Um, I mean, Jurassic, it goes all the way back to I was two and a half. Uh, I've been a fan my entire life. I've been on a lot of the message boards throughout my life, you know, grew up on a lot of them, Uh, made a lot of great friends in this community online through the message boards and through social media like Twitter, Uh, and then the rise of podcasts and (laughs) videos and stuff on YouTube, and then starting to create my own stuff. Like I helped create um, different audiobooks for different things or uh, have been a Had the pleasure of being a part of uh, several different audio dramas like the Rick Carter Jurassic Park Mm. um, project, which was amazing. Uh, And lots of different things like that, which has been wonderful. And then currently, I actually work at Universal. Uh, I work in the Jurassic Park area for Raptor Encounter, which is absolutely wonderful and a dream come true. Um, And yeah, so making my own stuff on the sides as well. So yeah, just a been a jurassic park fan my entire life uh and then escape rooms i actually used to work at one in chicago um before i ever did one by myself i was an actor in one uh while i was living there in like 2016 Uh, and that was great because it was very similar where you were like a doc brown kind of character and so you were like hey i'm doing this experiment i need all of you guys to help me out with this uh but i can't help you at all I'm just going to watch you (laughs) and and just kind of like guiding it along. It was great. Um, But no, I love doing escape rooms. I haven't done very, very many. Uh, My favorite one that I think I've ever done. I mean, uh, Jurassic Park is very uh, Jurassic World. Escape is wonderful, but not to slightly digress. These feel less like true escape rooms, I feel. Mm Uh, at Universal than, like, the real one. So, like, I remember there's one in the Quad Cities that had to do with vampires, which was really fun. Um, But, yeah, so only here or there, but most of my experience comes from acting in them.
2: (laughs) That's awesome. I, yeah, I was, like, really obsessed with them. Like, we we actually did a few around here. Um, This was so many years ago now, because, like, there was a time period where, like, they were, like, a huge hit and like everybody had it felt like they were always in like at least up here it felt like they were in like a uh, some random house or something like that it felt like right. it was like it wasn't like a full like office building or some sort of place it was just like a house or on like the an corner old church of the yeah so it was like always a weird place but <laughs> i and and when you went in them you were definitely a little afraid of like how you know <laughs> you know locked in here am i actually going to be um but yeah a, an escape room you know, typically has a very, uh, different vibe. So, uh, I mean, I was kind of mentally prepared for like, you know, finding keys and finding, you know, scouring through all kinds of materials and things to like, you know, to unlock doors and do different things. So this was a slightly different kind of thing. It was more so just like an experience that like you kind of go in, you, you're part of this storytelling right. And then you move on from, from thing to thing. Uh, Mazuma, what was it like for right. you? Like, Do you have any history with Escape Rooms? And, and what was your like uh, history with, with the Jurassic franchise?
0: Yeah, so I think start with the Escape Room stuff. Um, surprisingly, I haven't done too many, even though like I've seen loads of videos of people panicking in them. <laughs> and then... <laughs> um, yeah, so besides that, I did one in the Franklin Institute. They had oh. something a few years back. Um, it was interesting. It was very space-themed, and I think the very first one, they had the Close Encounters theme, like where you would, hear, oh, you would hear the tune, and you would have to feel for whatever part of the room would make that same note. So you kind of had to coordinate huh. with everybody. So that was a cool one. That's really cool. Yeah, but besides that, it's really just been... The Jurassic and Back to the Future ones that clearly they're not like the true escape rooms, but that's kind of my breakthrough with those. But um, yeah, in regards to my history with Jurassic, I've been a fan since four years old, basically grew up in the Jurassic Park three era. My parents did see it in India back when it first opened. So they told me all about everybody being terrified over there. <laughs> um, yeah. And then yeah, so basically they introduced it to me through VHS and I just have fond memories of like recreating the scenes with my sister and everything, so it was all fun and games there. And then basically with the long hiatus, I would just kind of really uh, kind of look at, you know, online sites seeing like when is it going to be happening, Jurassic Park 4. And then finally when those announcements were happening that I decided let me just do some kind of creative writing, go into that. But I couldn't really share with too many people because not many people were as interested or as invested as I was. So, um, yeah, I was like, that's nice. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, eventually going into college, then eventually gone to social media and then uh, got into this online community. And basically through uh, being hyped with everyone else and even finding my own creative voice for things, it's been a fun ride so far.
2: You know, I, I love that both of your answers, like really center around creativity. And I think that is just so true for Jurassic fans. You know, everybody I talk to is like, has some sort of creative outlet. And, you know, I, I know, like a lot of people say that same thing about Star Wars. And like, you know, it, it drove them to do you know, uh, some sort of special effects work or costumes or, you know, just creating, uh, telling stories. Same thing with Jurassic. And whether it is, like, you know, studying paleontology or, uh, you know, anything like that, and then also doing the, like, the film aspect of it and just getting into that and writing or whatever, it's just so cool to see, like, and I just love that. I love that we we all have this, like, little itch to do something after seeing this movie, you know? It's
1: true. It, like, I can speak, like, personally, it's, like, every aspect of my life was, like, affected by this movie, (laughs) seeing it so young. (laughs) Like, it was like, oh, you want to dig up bones, because I've done paleo stuff also, and and that's what I originally went to school for. And it's just like, okay, so you're going to dig up bones, you're going to make movies, it's going to give you a passion for acting, it's going to give you a passion for art, it's going to give you a passion for all of these different things, and it's crazy that, like, one movie you know
2: yeah yeah it it's uh i feel like it sparked so much um and then you know obviously we we made it to 2015 and we've got that that one moment in time in jurassic world that uh the the creatives at 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 the filmmaking studios just really want to stick around this one moment in time so uh, we're gonna start talking about this escape room and the kind of the details around it like i said i'm uh, my memory is so sparse when it comes to this i know you both have like a, a little bit be- better memories about it and i think we'll kind of jog each other's memories as we go along but i just wanted to indicate that this will contain you know potential spoilery kind of materials so if you're planning on doing this escape room definitely don't like listen you know i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to you know this to be a cheat for you uh and don't yeah don't cheat you know don't don't listen to this and be like i know all the ins and outs i'm gonna get through this thing in 15 minutes or whatever you don't you don't want to do that you want to go because you're spending a lot of money to get into this thing you might as well like experience it in full with no spoilers and just kind of take it all in because i think it's definitely worth it i tried my best to um to really not read anything about it do either of you remember when it opened i forget what the exact like date was or, or when it was specifically.
1: I believe it was January of last year, 2023. Oh my gosh.
2: Okay. That's right. Yeah, I do remember. Like it was a
1: it went through like soft openings through December. Like yeah. it, it it opened yeah. in December, but it was kind it was kind of like more soft opening in okay, December. Yeah. That, and then that, like by January out. it was in full swing.
2: So, yeah, so by the time that we got to it, it was June. So it took, you know, six months. I, I tried to stay as best as I, I could away from any spoilers. And then now, trying to research it, I'm like, well, I didn't really need to stay all that far away. There wasn't really much of anything. Um, <laughs> did either of you try to stick away from, you know, spoilers for this thing? Or did you, like, want to just take it in? Because I know, I you know, it, being, in, like, in the theme park community, I have a lot of friends that talk about, like, watching ride videos and stuff like that even ride videos you don't even want to be spoiled about so how, how did you feel going into this with that that kind of thing
0: I was kind of in the same boat i would look at things but i also try to not over <laughs> look into whatever spoilers they had because i feel like back to the future had more because they were kind of hyping up um christopher lloyd returning um So my kind of wishful thinking was maybe we'd have uh, BD Wong return. Um, So that was kind of where my mindset was going, but uh, with spoilers, no. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, I I did the same thing. I actually um, was tasked with writing the article for Jurassic Outpost when Mm -hmm. it was first announced and stuff. And so I was just like, I don't really want to do like a ton of research for it. So I just followed like the press releases and all that kind of stuff and the images that were released. But I had the similar hopes about being like, okay, maybe we'll get like a BD Wong or Bryce Ellis Howard cameo or something. And like all these, I really didn't want to know what to expect because I wanted to be shocked and it did have uh a couple things that really did like they weren't exactly what i was anticipating but they were good surprises along the way they were kind of smaller surprises than like a cameo from beloved like characters necessarily But on tier, at least for me on a personal level, like things about like certain dinosaurs appearing, certain DNA, like hints and like lore bits were (laughs) like or like you mentioned earlier, the the music, like the music cues. And we're like, ah, like I remember one (laughs) moment specifically, like Brad and I looking at each other and be like, ah, this is the thing. (laughs) (laughs) yeah and both of our partners are like what (laughs) what the hell like is happening right now
2: there's nothing like being in there with fellow jurassic fans (laughs) and just being like pointing at each other we're all leonardo dicaprio just pointing (laughs) around the room you know Uh, so uh so we we went in this together muslim did you have like a, a group of people that you you were confident in their jurassic skills like going into this thing
0: For them, they've seen the movies, but it's more like they'll be willing to do the escape at least (laughs) because I need extra bodies (laughs) to help me escape. How
2: how many did you have in there?
0: Uh, me and two others.
1: Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. So that
2: you know, we had four people. So, um, there were there were a few aspects that like could have probably served this better with like maybe two more people. And as far as I've been Mm -hmm. seeing on a lot of discussions, like it takes eight people at at most, but like six is probably the best number, you know, because of some of the things that are in there and everything. But, uh, I don't feel like we were very hindered or anything like that going in. And, uh, I, even, even being like, you know, Jurassic, uh, I don't want to say experts, but like you know, like just you know, huge fans. I don't know that it like gained me any kind of special experience going into this thing, right? You know, like it, it just gave us the experience of like, oh my god, they mentioned that that dinosaur. Oh, you know, like the the, the music, whatever it was. So it didn't give it us gave like you a better a
1: appreciation one-up. of aspects, but mm-hmm. yeah, like it didn't like make it easier or give you an upper hand on the whole yeah. thing.
2: Yeah, I feel like in my mind, I'm kind of like. I'm going to kind of skate through this because I know a lot of stuff. (laughs) But, like, um, so as far as expectations are concerned, like, did you... Do you think this met your expectations? Like, because I know we all had a lot of hype going in. We all had a lot of, you know, thought and expectations because Universal does great work when it comes to, like, rebuilding these kind of scenes and moments in films. So uh, was it something... That uh, lived up to your expectations with the overall experience, Mazemel. Do you think you like had a you know uh, a, g- a good time in there at least with what you thought was going to happen?
0: I thought so, uh, especially because I think they already teased beforehand that they were going to coincide with the events of the of the 2015 film. So I think they paralleled that pretty nicely only thing i would say is that maybe animatronics they could have added little bits and pieces of that i felt like they leaned a little too heavily in screens like uh a few others have been doing it lately so i think that's where my expectations kind of were but um overall i think it's down to the set design i think for each room they made it unique
2: mm-hmm. yep yeah what do you think jay
1: i definitely agree there so I, my biggest problem comes from like, I feel like this was originally billed as like a true escape room. And since then they've kind of remarketed it as like an escape through the movies experience kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can understand when people are kind of upset at the price point. Cause it's kind of steep. It's kind of steep. Um, for what ends up being out, they promise a like, 45-ish minute experience to an hour. And it ends up coming out like... Because the intro video was like 15 minutes. And so... And that's all a part of it. So like for the price and the time, I kind of wish that there was a little bit more. I wish that it had taken a little bit longer or there was a little bit more risk involved um, in the whole thing. Because they didn't really ever feel like consequences either to like messing up. Because you just kind of got push through yeah the whole yeah. thing um Overrides. and there was no subsequent like meaning to the points that we were given at the end of it you know so the, those are like before i get into everything that i actually <laughs> like those are like my few little critiques about the whole thing is that i i do f- feel like it could have been longer there were definitely parts that felt I don't wanna say incomplete, but like there were aspects missing. Like there's one section, I don't wanna spoil anything, but that you were supposed to be outside and this is after the incident at the aviary in the film. So there's supposed to be pterosaurs everywhere and you can hear them, but you don't necessarily see anything. And it just kind of felt like there should have been something Mm -hmm. there. But that being said, there were lots of surprises of things like my biggest one that I will scream to high heavens about is the inclusion of Bravo in this, which like Bravo is my baby girl. I love Bravo. I will die for Bravo. Bravo is a raptor <laughs> that you can meet at Raptor Encounter. She was supposed to be a part of the Ibis team, but she was deemed unfit, you, you know, so she is you can only really experience her at raptor encounter in orlando and they tied her into this which i loved because it gives her like more of a purpose um Mm -hmm. and that's like just kind of building the park lore itself and i really miss that it felt so like original islands of adventure to me like Mm -hmm. that kind of inclusion and immersion like within the park itself kind of thing and i loved it um i also loved where we had the dna samples we were supposed to be sending off because there were so many references in there now because i remember being like oh look at this look at this look at this one <laughs> look at this one like not necessarily mm-hmm. helping out with the puzzle at all but like trying <laughs> to like memorize like oh this is all of these ones and so there's a few like if you want to be like that kind of jurassic nerd about it there's a few like okay how did they get images of giganotosaurus and therizinosaurus and quetzalcoatlus (laughs) like before like that like how did they get those did they make them i don't know they also had like Indoraptor dna hidden in there Mm. and then the one that i'm always curious about they have one where the code was written off so i was like oh is that e750 is that you know the it was that supposed Mm -hmm. to be like that kind of in joke but I love the whole set because, like, Bravo follows you throughout like two or three of the rooms. So, like, that was just—I was just remember being like, <laughs> like <laughs> "Bravo, <laughs> kill me, please!" Like, I'm <laughs> I'm ready. Um, <laughs> I was so I was—that was the biggest. Like, I think I was fine with Beatty Wong or Bryce Dallas Howard not showing up just because Bravo was there. Mm-hmm. But like, I obviously do wish that we had gotten a little bit more of a tie to the films. I love, again, that we get, because you kind of alluded to it earlier, there's just so much that's happening right now with like this date, the day that the park falls, there's so much <laughs> events that are like, and this is happening, and this is happening, and yep. this is happening, and this, <laughs> and we got it from like six different sources, and they're all barely tied together other than the fact that like the Indominus Rex you know, is like the big thing. Yeah. And I'm just like, I would like to see more like interconnectedness. you know, or <laughs> like maybe
2: maybe maybe that'll be the, the, the next spinoff film is is just like somehow interconnecting Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous, the live tour, the escape room. <laughs> Am I missing anything else? There's probably something else like weaving yes, them the all exhibition, together exhibition, the yes. exhibition. Like, yeah, just somehow <laughs> getting them all together in one story. That would that would be pretty funny but uh because they keep yeah.
1: introducing like doctors that are on the same tier as like work directly under woo right so that's mm-hmm. what i want i want like an avengers style team of all of these geneticists <laughs> that worked for woo that are left to like yeah. team up and be like we got to take responsibility for our actions <laughs> now
0: <laughs> geneticists assemble.
1: i know yeah
2: between and then yeah that uh, uh what was it jurassic world aftermath even like I don't know if any of you got to play that, but like it's, yeah, that created a whole new lore that I was like, I'm playing like hours worth of uh, VR stuff. I'm like, I can't take notes. This is very difficult uh, (laughs) to to fill in those gaps. But but yeah, there's a, they've got a a problem with sticking with, or getting out, I guess, of this one moment in time. But I think um, maybe it lacked that sense of urgency that you'd kind of expect from that that you know moment in time you know kind of uh dealing with all the issues i i felt myself trying to like catch up with what is going on most of the time from from moment one like the 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 first room that we went into we wasted so much time muslimo's out here like knowing exactly what to do but we were like we we actually wasted i think the entire thing they actually pushed us through i think that room but like I didn't know what was going on. And it once it, once we figured it out, we were like, oh, okay. But like, it took That's way is, too like, long. It felt
1: like we knew, we were like, okay, we have to match up the DNA. <laughs> but how do we how? do it? Like, it doesn't explain like <laughs> how you do it. And I was, we we're all like touching the different, different keypads. That we're like, what is happening? And we're like, oh, <laughs> you better hurry, trainee. Like, it's like, <laughs> but then after we figured it out, we're like, uh, because we started off, like, yeah, trying to look for things. Because mm. we're like, oh, no, oh, no, it's literally just this pad. That's, yeah. that's literally it. That's, it. that's it. We weren't, you yeah. don't have to look for combos. You don't have to look for that kind of stuff. Which I hear, I haven't done Back to the Future yet. But I hear Back to the Future has a little bit more, like, practical elements to it. Is that right?
0: Yeah, they have a lot more to it. So, like, okay, one thing that I'll subtly spoil is that they do make you uh, make everyone sing in a mic to basically open a row. I won't tell you. Yes. It's one of the movie sequences.
2: Wow. Okay. I've, you know, while researching this, this one, again, I did come across a few things from back to the future and I really, really do want to do that one. I almost did it my last trip, but like, Yeah, I just looked at the price again, and I was like, ah, I don't know. Um, I think I might pass. But, like, I think in terms of, like, we were talking about the spoilers and stuff and researching before, like, um, I came across some things about Back to the Future where I was like, oh, wow, like, there's things in here I had no clue were in here and, like, they showed off images and things before, you know, the release. And none of that seemed to be spoiled in there. So, you know, they, they did a good job of keeping some of the stuff. I, yeah, I wouldn't say that there was, there was any, like, huge reveals or anything in this one other than, you know, most of the stuff we've just talked about, like some dinosaur sequences. But, um, but yeah, I do wish, uh, going back to, like, the, the first room, that like we had a little bit of an idea going in as far as like what we were doing. Because yeah, I think we were in that mentality of like, we need to look at every detail of this room and figure out how to get into the next room. You know, because for most escape rooms, you're you're just messing around with everything in front of you. And these, I don't know, these rooms were very, very awesome and looked really well themed, but there wasn't really a lot of things right. that you could mess with. You know, there wasn't really a lot of that you know, tactile stuff that you're like, let me, you know, slide this thing over and do that. There was a lot of puzzle pieces and things that you could do for the actual, you know, stuff, but there wasn't really many like secretive things that would like push you in the wrong direction. I feel like so. Um, so as soon as we start this thing, I'm I'm a little thrown off, but we move on uh, to that next room. I think it was the the raptor f- feeding one. Is that what they're they're feeding? Uh, I think. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, that was I actually like really liked that room. I thought that was pretty cool to kind of like to get those nutrients into the correct uh, whatever it was. And I thought that was pretty cool. I had a good time like trying to get that one in line.
1: Me too. It also offered the opportunity for like jump scares for the first time because they mentioned Bravo and you really only see like shadows of her until you like piss her off by giving her the wrong thing <laughs> to eat. And then she like, you know, yeah. and I remember being like, ah! like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the tension yeah. in that room was good.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's that one and not the jump ahead, but like the next like those the ones with the raptors, like the like the rooms with the raptors, like those were the most tension filled rooms for me personally. Because they kept inserting like those it was the sound it was the music because that's when like the Indominus Rex breaks out in the story too, is that second room. And like, it's like hearing that musical cue and then hearing like Bravo all throughout, like just trying to hunt you down. Like, just even now, like, I'm getting goosebumps. Like, it's like you like that feeling of being hunted. And Universal does that so well. You know, like, these are like super, super interactive Horror Nights houses, was it what it reminded me of? You know, it's Mm -hmm.
2: yeah, and and just like they do such a good job of like theming. Things like this, like a Horror Nights house or a tribute store. This this had like. Uh, you know, because they, they did that—that that Jurassic World tribute store, and it went like most uh, the first room was like all of uh, you know the control room kind of stuff, and it was such a great way right. of tying it into the movie, but then also into the theme park. Like you were saying before about uh, Bravo, or yeah, Bravo. Like I love when they expand the world like that. That is that is really cool to see like different aspects, even with the live tour, how they were like throwing different dinosaurs and different doctors in there. Right. Like, I, I love that stuff. So. Um, but, yeah, this one uh, – What was, so, yeah, that was – I don't really know too much about that room. But we brought us to this, like, cold storage room um, that – I thought that was the room that had all the di- the dinosaur like vials and things all over the place. That was a really fun one. I was getting very distracted in that room as a Jurassic <laughs> fan. So I think honestly being yep. a Jurassic fan going into this house is probably worse than not being like just having no <laughs> care for the franchise. Yeah, it really is cuz you get distracted by all the details and you know just hearing the the score, seeing those dinosaur names. I do remember reacting with you about like you know, the different uh, dinosaurs, like, you know, uh, I think Ketz was there, right? And, like, some other ones, yep. I was just like, whoa! And we were, yeah, we were really, like, wondering about the one that was not, like, labeled there. And we're, so there's, our, our theory brains are just, like, going out of control at this point. But that was a pretty cool room. I had a good time trying to figure out the, you know, the situation in that room.
1: Because I also, like... It is bad to be a Jurassic fan and do this because (laughs) I also, like I've talked about how steep the price is, but also in preparing for today, like going back over it, I was like, Damn it, I am going to have to pay to do this at least one more time to make (laughs) as many notes afterwards. Yeah. For like, Laura, because I was like, I can't remember the doctor's name who's helping you out throughout the whole thing. I can't remember specifics. I want to say, and I don't know if I'm making this up, but we're having to send the DNA off in that cold storage room. And I can't remember if they say like we're sending it to a facility offsite or to a partner offsite or something like that. Because I remember something Mm. being said and being like, are they talking about Biosyn or are they talking about the site off site that like Wu is sent to at the end of Jurassic World? Like, you know, like which
0: one? Yeah, I don't think they made that clear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: man, I was really hoping
2: for some (laughs) insight there. (laughs) I was like, actually, let me tell you exactly what happened. But do you like that room, though, Muzzamo? That was a pretty cool one, right?
0: Yeah, uh, basically just trying to absorb as many species names as possible. Yeah, the text was a crazy one, because I was thinking, Wu's been really cooking up things since 2015, and obviously much sooner, because the park's been open much uh, since much earlier. And then mm, I right. was also seeing Spinosaurus in there, and I'm kind of thinking, Spinosaurus lives? Um, <laughs> yeah. And then obviously with the, I think, with the tension, with Bravo just in the other room, back to um, the previous films and then just having her kind of go up in the vents. Um, that was very tension-filled. Yeah. I really like that one.
2: Yeah, I I feel like we've gotten... There's, there's a lot of, like, I don't know, Jurassic things. Like, vents are very Jurassic. And even, like, uh, in that <laughs> aftermath VR game, there's, like, a lot of, like, going through kind of vent-like places and then dinosaurs popping out of vents. So it's, like, something like very just scary about that kind of situation. I do remember like some jump scares and stuff. So that was pretty cool. And I, I liked, um, there was some sort of like canisters, right. That like you like could take out of like the, the front portion. Like I love stuff like that. That was really cool. I don't know what it did. Like, that was one thing where I was, I was too, like everybody else was figuring it out. I don't know how we got through this thing, but like I, I was just so distracted. I was pulling stuff out. I'm like, well, this is cool. What does this do? <laughs> Wow, I'm I'm just starting to realize Yeah. I, I had a Man, I, I must not. have really like hindered you all going through this.
1: <laughs> it was very no, I feel like it really was our partners carrying us because you and I both were just like <laughs> what's going on? And then we just get like a guys, guys, come on, focus. And we're like, yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, Mazumil, did you have a, a better time at least? Hopefully, like staying focused in in rooms like these.
0: Yeah, um, it. I think it's just down to some instructions. They weren't super clear, so I think I first typed into the herbivore uh, keypad rather than the carnivore one. So mm-hmm. that kind of just slowed down time. But otherwise, you know, just the usual friendly shouting at family members <laughs> to get back together.
2: Uh, the next room, I actually. Was just – and I'm just going to keep saying this, I think, throughout this, the rest of this kind of review. But, like, the power room. I looked at whatever was happening on the walls because there was, like, a diagram. There's, like, switches, I think, and, like, you know, different, like, symbols and things. I I think there was, like – wasn't there, like, a crank or something to, like, keep the power Mm on? I'm like, yep. I'm just going to stand over here and do this. I'm going (laughs) to, you know, I'm going to stay out of the way because I legitimately – could not figure out what anybody and I was my mind was blown when you are all like like really working hard and I that's what I love about this is like you know they do give you know people like me something to do <laughs> while I'm while I'm completely dumbfounded if I went in this by myself which you know I know that wouldn't be optimal but like I'd be like I uh give up I guess so <laughs> I'm glad that like there is a level of like difficulty you know for some people that like makes it kind of hard to get through some of these things. Um, but, you know, uh, you know I, I kind of wish there was a little bit better explanation sometimes as far as like how to get through them. Um, but you all like really were working really, really hard in this room, particularly to like figure it out. And I was just like, wow, we, you, you got it. Like we got this thing. <laughs> that was pretty cool. I like that a lot.
1: It's maybe the most that like harkens to Jurassic to me it feels a lot like Ellie in the bunker. Yeah, you, know, you know, that that same kind of thing without like really anything being there. There was a lot of tension. It was dark. It was cramped and stuff like that. And yeah, I just remember it being so frenetic, being, okay, where does this pipe go? And we're like just trying to analyze every single like one of these like 60 pipes that we're trying to look at.
2: Yeah, Mazumel, you said this was your uh, favorite room,
0: I think? Yeah, I felt like it was the right amount of challenge and then I kind of uh, ended up getting it and then just basically figuring out that you had to follow the right configuration of switches and then basically getting out of there. I think it kind of reminded me of Fallen Kingdom a bit, just the vibes of it kind of Mm. felt like how Claire and Franklin were stuck in that sort of control room area, so it kind of felt similar to that.
2: Yeah. 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 I can definitely see that. I, I, I had a lot of like ideas and, and the same thing with like the tribute rooms I'm o- or tribute stores. I'm always like, what kind of room is going to be next? Like, what are they going to add in there? And I think like when they give you, you know, the, the nice clean, like control rooms, that's awesome. But I also like Jurassic for being like, you know, kind of outdoorsy and, uh, you know, like with f- f- plants and things and, you know, so I like when they kind of switch it up and make it like, you know, a little rustic from time to time. And I thought that room was really, really cool. I, I had some time to at least admire it for a little bit. Um, But, you know, that did... I think that was the transition to the control room. And that, you know, that was, like, kind of a... Well, where is this control room in the whole thing? It was a mini version of, like, what you saw in Jurassic World, right? It's a kind of got a few... Like, th- there's, like, six stations, I think, right? And this yeah. had, like... Uh, uh, there was a, a I believe like a big a one or two big screens or something, and it was kind of just basically going around and trying to figure out who had the the data that was needed to move forward. And I thought that was a really fun room and de- but definitely difficult with four people. How did you make it through Mazumo, with with you know three people being in there?
0: yeah, the, I think the first few were easy, and then it increasingly got more challenging. so. I think with time running out, we didn't really get through the last few, so they override they override our our um, room.
2: Yeah, that that is always a little frustrating when you when you like oh you you're going right through all right let's just move on I guess so we couldn't get it so that was that was a bit of a frustration from time to time I don't remember how many times it happened to us but like it happened a little bit here and yeah. there so but that was a, a a tough room I feel like we were really figuring it out on the fly and having a hard time, but like we also were getting through it. I think we did pretty well in that room, right?
1: Yeah. So my understanding is like the more puzzles that you solve correctly, especially in that one, the more it gives you. So it's more like how many of these puzzles can you solve in X amount of time? And that, so like there's different scenarios on the island. So to unlock all of the scenarios... And all of the disasters that are happening across, like Isla Nublar, you have to go through them. But, Mm -hmm. like, if you get four things fixed on an island that's having a mass evacuation, like, good on you. (laughs) Um, So, uh, uh, that room, yeah, I had the same thought about being like, okay, where's this control room? "Eh, I'm sure it's somewhere, (laughs) you know, like, it's fine. It's like a control control room. Um, but it's, it's another one where, yeah, I feel like it really depends. Like there are certain rooms that I feel like if you had eight people, you'd have like four people standing around doing nothing. But then there's Mm -hmm. rooms like this where literally you can have one or two people at a computer looking for all of the data that you need and you can be like, okay, input this, okay, input that, like it would go like so much faster and you'd be able to get so much more done versus like. Yeah. you know i i feel like the the embryo storage room if i remember correctly like we were struggling like two people were really what that room needed to like input drop and send them off kind of thing and that was it so yeah it's it was it that kind of like is an interesting dynamic throughout the whole thing and as you said like it gets harder as it goes on and it's more helpful the more people you have the the more it goes,
2: yeah. It's interesting. It's less of like I'm thinking. It just made me think of like Legends of the Hidden Temple, where like they they give you like that big temple at the end, and you're you're like trying to solve things and instantly get through and go to the next room and the next room, um, which I believe was also filmed right right around there too. So, uh, but like I didn't feel that you know frenetic energy like moving from room to room. So sometimes it was like, okay, well, how many of these things are we gonna do? Are we gonna you know, solve, uh, just keep going, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, but I, I thought this was a cool room. And at least like we had to like figure out like, what was it like showing us amount of park guests and different, you know, different things like that. That was like kind of cool data points to like look at it and figure out as you're going along. I like that. I thought that was fun.
1: Yeah, same.
2: Um, so this next portion it's basically like a bunch of monorail stuff, right? Like it was like I feel like I was confused probably in this section, um, but you know there's <laughs> there's like monorail stations and walkways and platforms and different. I'm like, okay, well let's let's go, let's keep doing this. But there was one, um, this was like one where I think you had to figure out. Muslim, I was I remember reading your your review and you were saying something like. Um, you, I don't I think you had a hard time with this like next monorail room, right? You had a hard time figuring out what in the world you were supposed to do, right?
0: Yeah, I think it was supposed to be like following the pipes kind of like Sattler in a way, but then when I'm following the pipes, then I lose my way every now and then. <laughs> and uh, so I just kind of left it up to my brother. He figured it out somehow. <laughs> so and then you know the indominus is roaring so it's not helping (laughs) (laughs) come on can you just wait (laughs) let me me escape
2: Uh, the pipe following uh was one that i'm like okay i can do this i can follow i can figure out where i'm going at least i can get through that i think that was the one i maybe did the best (laughs) that so yeah that was that was fun there was another room where like um didn't you have to, like, f- I don't remember if it was, like, you had to, like, find monorail stations or something, right, like that? Like, that was kind of yeah. confusing to me, but I think we got through it. It was a tough one. Muzmil, do you remember anything about that one?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, we didn't really know which station it was, but then when we left and then the attendant who was there, they just told us that we had to choose any random one. And that's by chance we would get it, but we didn't get it then, so... Maybe we just didn't, you know, try all the <laughs> possibilities. <laughs> yeah, and this
2: is like towards the end. Like Jay, did you feel like you were like kind of continuing the drive, or was this something like this area kind of like like slowing down the pace a little bit? Even though there's a lot going on, kind of outside of you, it felt like. But um, did it did it slow it down a little bit for you?
1: Definitely, I felt like because in the control room we were all like yelling trying to find like the details and stuff so that we could input it and whatnot and then we step outside because these two were kind of like a joint like this this was the exterior portion that i talked about earlier with like the pteranodons that i felt like you could hear the indominus like getting closer and like pteranodons like flying over you and i thought for sure we would see like a shadow or like something on the outside like sensing that it was getting closer other than sound but it just like it was like follow the pipes. Like it was, I, I can't remember even what the puzzle was. I just remember being like, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Uh, and then like picking something. And then in the next room, it was the same way. Cause like, it's like, okay, you have to get off of this catwalk that you're on into this monorail station or something. And the monorail station is just like, okay, pick a train or something. And I was just like, uh, I, there's only like one monorail how many trains are there like yeah. you know like around the island like where does it it, it was very confusing and it was just like well you yeah, better pick the right one <laughs> and i i don't know i was like did what is this how does this tie into the like four other rooms we just like progression like it, it, like, it was just yeah. kind of weird it really threw me it was a good i don't want to ruin anything the final room has a great moment, but it Mm -hmm. it was very much like, I felt like the moment was built up because of the confusion. So I don't know if that was like intentional necessarily, because the only other, again, not to digress, but one of the other escape rooms that I did that was also universal produced was a purge one that ends like it's supposed to be when they made it, it was like, 99% of everybody who's ever done it has never escaped like it's basically set up so you would fail so that you would get like the bad ending
0: and die (laughs) on like
1: purge kind of thing (laughs) and like that's kind of what this reminded me of is like regardless you're like you're gonna get like filtered like the the element of choice is it's like in certain video games, like it's like it's an illusion, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the element of choice in all of this.
2: I feel like I probably had that like Star Lord quote going through my head of like, "Did we just lose? Like,
1: what? what, what wait, what happened? Here? Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I remember because we all got on the monorail, being like, did. Or is it done? Are good? like are we <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like we're like, did we with And then they're like, you got 14 points and we're like Is that what we got? Is that yeah. was
2: that our number? I forget.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was 14. I was like, can we get a free drink with this? Like, <laughs> which <is> their drinks <laughs> Oh, hold on sidebar the drinks at great movie escape are reason enough to just stop by because yes. you can stop in there just go in there for the atmosphere and the drinks because the cocktails are amazing at this place i did
2: i forgot to mention that you know to talk about the lobby and everything but like the lobby was really really awesome um i love that there were like costumes and stuff hanging around i just loved the kind of like old hollywood vibe but the, that bar was fantastic yeah. i got like uh the like wake up juice from back to the future. And, and I was like, this is great. And I had that feeling of like, you know, when you're around the property for a little while, you're like, I could just walk right up there and go grab it. Like I, I think about that drink all the time. Like if I'm not even (laughs) there. I think about it and it was, it was great. So I, that's one that I'm going to keep returning back to and just go in there and just get the drink. Even if I'm not, you know, doing the escape room. Um, Mazamil, do you have any like closing thoughts I guess on the the actual um, you know, full experience or the end or anything like that?
0: Yeah, I think with the end same just like what's going on and then I think towards the end I felt with the monorail maybe it could have looked a little closer to what the actual monorail looks like and even, you know, from uh, with how Camp Cretaceous models it how mm-hmm. the film models it, I feel like we could have done that. But I know if you had the windows completely kind of revealing the screens, probably everybody would get dizzy kind of looking at it. <laughs> so I think it's okay, it's passable. But um, I think overall, I felt, I felt that the Jurassic World one was more enjoyable because I felt like I could understand more of the puzzles than the Back to the Future one, where I think I think halfway through we were just lost. Oh so, no! Um,
2: yeah, are you a? But let I'll me promise. ask: Are you are you a big fan of of Back to the Future or, or no?
0: I've like I'm a casual fan. My brother's more of it, so okay. he was more excited for it. So yeah,
2: yeah. But you you think you had a good time at the end of the day and uh, worth the price and and something? Would you you know you've done them both? Are you, are you gonna ever think about going back? You know, because like who knows how long these are gonna last? I. I'm kind of surprised, maybe, that it's still there. I don't know. But, like, you never know with these things. Would you return back to it, you think, or no?
0: Like, it has repeatability. I just don't know when, and I'm kind of pushing it off until <laughs> the last moment. Yeah. You're like, when, if they really have finally it.
2: announce it, then I'll be like, mm, maybe I'll try it. Again. All right, fine. But, like,. <laughs> How about you, Jay? Like, what's your overall thoughts like at, at the, you know, the final end here? And, uh, you know, I know you already mentioned, you know, you might have to give it another go. But uh, yeah, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I I think if you are a fan of this franchise, I think it's worth going at least once. It, it is a very steep price and I, and I totally understand that. I wish that it would come down a little bit right now as the price sits. It fluctuates any bet- anywhere between like, 40 and 60 on the given day. Mm -hmm. And uh, so much more of city walk stuff is like to go put put golfing is like 30 bucks. You know, it's like, it's within that more of that range is what I would hope for it to go down. I know that this, this took a lot of manpower, energy and creativity and stuff, but I think that that's more, especially like family affordable. these kind of things as well Uh, i think that if it came down a little bit more it would be a little bit more easy to push groups towards personally um especially like repeatability but overall it's worth doing at least once especially if you're a fan because you're going to have those if you are a fan of i'm I'm sure either of these franchises i'm a casual back to the future fan but i haven't done that one yet but i hear it's amazing but for jurassic it was worth it just for the experience of being like oh oh like (laughs) just excited like especially like if you can do it with other jurassic fans like that's some of my best experiences are with other Jurassic fans experiencing these things at the parks. Like it it, it there's no other comparison of yeah. having that moment of like hearing a music cue, of hearing a sound bite, of hearing a name of a dinosaur or something, and like locking eyes with that person and being like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> like you know, it's it's yeah. great. Like that's why we're in fandoms and stuff, right? Like, and I love personally. I, I know it's different for everybody. And while I wish there was a little bit more like stability with the things, I love the fact that like so much of Jurassic, at least nowadays is kind of experimental stuff. Like it's things like this escape room. It's the traveling exhibit. It's the live show. It's those things I think yeah. are where the, the franchise, whether or not you, or the cart or camp Cretaceous and upcoming chaos theory. Like I think, the experimental stuff is kind of where the franchise is really thriving right now personally. And I would love to see more of it. And I would love to see even stuff like they have it and keep adding to it. Like if it's missing an element, like the escape room or anything like that, like now's the time to like add it along the way, you know? And then that would be like, okay, we updated this. Oh, we added a new, like new things. (laughs) <laughs> maybe you want to try this again. We added more dinosaurs or we added a new alternate ending or something like that. Like mm-hmm. it's, you don't have to do much to, to make it replayable, especially like yeah. I said, I want to do it just so that I can get the information down. Because again, this is not to continue on with a with a point, but like, we don't know how much longer we have certain elements and stuff. And like, as somebody who really values, like collecting all of the information for fans to have and other people to have for future. Like, I I think it's nice to have all this because this was somebody's creative project that they cared a lot about. And this is their contribution to the Canon. And that deserves to kind of, be respected in its own way not to be on a stout box but like it, i think that stuff to preserve that deserves to be preserved so i would love to go in with like my little notebook and be like okay this name this name and stuff and be like okay yeah this is just for like research purposes but like <laughs> it's worth it doing that kind of stuff anyway long-winded answer i i had a great time it is a steep price point but if you can do it at least try and get to it once
2: yeah I agree. I kind of wish it it had that uh, availability to, like, you know, because they say in the beginning, like, we are monitoring, you know, everything you're doing. Um, It would be great if, like, you could, like, buy a video uh, at the end of your, you know, just just to kind of see, like, clips or something of your experience to kind of see those fun interactions and things. Like, that would be amazing. I know why. Like, obviously, like, that would just spoil probably the entire thing. But, like, it would be cool to have, like, that kind of, like, you know, Thing added to your collection at least to look back and and to kind of cherish those memories and and those details and and I do love that the like universal parks really it, it does great things with the Jurassic franchise they really try to like do their best they give it the first like IP driven uh you know tribute store and then do it again and you know that they did that great Jurassic Park tribute store and then yeah. you know they I am um, you know I, they gave it a, a dual build with uh back to the future for this it was just really awesome that they're you know, leaning into their IP for stuff like this. So they've done a great job. I I love it. I think it was great and and definitely worth the the time and the money. And, um, you know, I know when you go down to the parks, there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of things to do and see. But, like, this is, if you're looking for something, like, a little bit extra, this is absolutely well worth it. And uh, I had a great time. I had a great time, you know. Uh, so what, let's wrap it up here. Masumil, where can people find you online? Are you doing anything? Is there anything you want to showcase or talk about?
0: Um, well, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram threads, uh, I think with current things, I'm just kind of actively brainstorming with how I can kind of expand, you know, even with that, uh, Jurassic World Resort TV that I've been doing. Yes. Um, that's been fun. And thank you again, Brad, for (laughs) contributing with that.
2: Uh, Uh, hopefully, hopefully I I did it justice. Uh, yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun.
0: Like, my mind's going into maybe add a gyrosphere or something, but I know it's not in my bandwidth. I don't have the time. Who can, time. Who can do a Jimmy
2: Fallon voice? Quick. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's like that. Um, and then just kind of brainstorming with, you know, maybe do some live action shorts because, you know, how people have been doing the Dino tracker and stuff. Yeah, like we can always get some more of those kind of things leading up to whatever comes next.
1: Yeah. How about you, yeah. Jay? Uh, People can find me on uh, YouTube. My uh, channel's name is Forever Malone Productions. And you can find all of the audiobooks and audio dramas that I have produced or been a part of, as well as uh, different short films like my Jurassic World short film. Uh, You can also find me on X slash Twitter as J Malone X and Instagram as Josh S Malone. Nice. Uh,
2: this was this was so much fun. I, I'm glad you all remembered this much more than I did. And I, I yeah, I really just came to realize that I am terrible at doing these experiences. But I'm glad I had some good people in there with me. And, and I'm glad, Mazumil, you made it through there quite well. So that was a fun experience. So I, I got to get back there and do Back to the Future, hopefully sometime soon. But uh, I got to put the...
1: Life will not be contained. Life breaks free, expands into territories, and crashes through barriers painfully, maybe even dangerously. But, uh, well, there it is.
0: There it is.
1: I'm, I'm simply saying that life, uh,
0: finds a way.
2: That'll do it for another episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you for joining in this week and listening to us discuss this escape room. I've been really uh, just waiting so long to talk about this with everybody here on the show and get the word out there about this thing. Um, and yes, there's a lot of... Uh, there's some negative aspects, but like so much of this was just a an incredibly positive experience and one that I just had an absolute blast with. So highly would suggest going out there and checking this out. For anybody that is still listening, uh, if you did decide to listen through that entire thing, if you haven't checked it out already... Go check it out. It's a blast. And hey, you know, do it again if you want to because it's that much fun. So thank you to each and every one of you for tuning into this one. We really, really appreciate you. And, of course, a huge thank you to my guests here today. uh Mil, thank you so much for coming on the show and also for writing up, uh, you know, the review on the website. Please, everybody, go check out JurassicParkPodcast.com to check out Mozumel's uh awesome write-up about the experience and share that around and uh thank you so much for coming on the show and to Jay Malone thank you so much uh for joining me uh once again to to now talk about this experience I had such a blast going through this with you um and it's yeah I just want to do it again and just reliving all those memories was such a blast so thank you so much for coming on the show today but uh That is all I have for everybody. So thank you so, so much to our podcast host, Podomatic. We really, really appreciate uh, the chance to upload to that service each and every week. And we have been putting out... Bonus episode after bonus episode. There has been news upon news and then main episodes. There's so many things out there to discuss right now for Jurassic fans. So please, uh, we really hope you at least enjoy all this content. And uh, if you do, let us know. Tell us about it. Write a review on iTunes or just... Hit us up on threads or Instagram. Just let us know what you think. Uh, Share that you're listening to the show. That would be so, so huge if you did that. So let's continue to stay safe out there, be kind, and fight for representation, change, and equality in the Jurassic franchise, but honestly, more importantly, out in the real world, out where it really matters. Uh, Let's keep doing everything we can to uh, continue to make this world a better place. I'm gonna go ahead and hand things off to myself for the outro. Take it away.
1: Saddle up, let's get this movable feast underway.
2: Continue the conversation with us on threads and Instagram. Watch our content on TikTok and YouTube. Find us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com. You'll find today's episode show notes, articles, contributor bios, and so much more. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, our website, and wherever else podcasts are found. So please be sure to follow along and share with your friends, family, and fellow Jurassic fans. If you haven't already, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We will read your Apple reviews at the end of most episodes, so be sure to spare no expense. Don't miss our Wednesday night live streams, toy hunts, reviews, in-depth bonus content, gameplay, event, and theme park coverage on our YouTube channel. If you want to get a hold of us or participate in the Jurassic Mailbag, you can fill out the contact form on our website or send emails and MP3s to jurassicparkpod at gmail.com. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message or just to say hi. That number is 732-825-7763. Thank you so much for listening, and as always, enjoy.